Happy Thursday, everybody. This is Troy coming to you live from the lobby. And this is a weekly podcast during our sermon series called How Life Works, where we are looking to develop and grow in the path of wisdom. So every Thursday, we'll post some brief reflections upon where we've been the previous Sunday, some further uh, implications. Hopefully, it will be helpful for you as you are discovering and learning how to walk down the path of wisdom. I'm looking forward to diving in together today. So the Proverbs give us a picture and a vision of the good life and the way that life should work. That's why we've called this sermon series, How Life Works. And they have a unique understanding. And what Proverbs really wants to encourage is that the flourishing of all things and the art of living skillfully happens as we travel down the path of wisdom. But the Proverbs is quick to help us to understand that there's two ways In this world, there's the way of wisdom and there is the way of folly or foolishness. And every organization and institution, every layer of our culture has an understanding of how life should flourish and how we can become fully alive. So the question isn't, do we want to become fully alive? We all do. The question is not, do we want to flourish? All of us want to participate in the flourishing of all things. The question is, how does that happen? How do we become people who are fully alive? How do we become people who travel down the path that leads to the flourishing of all things? And what our culture teaches us is that we have to come to some level of like self-understanding that we have to like turn inward in order to figure out how to become fully alive. And so we use phrases like trust your judgment or trust your gut. Um, There's a heavy um, emphasis on self-reliance. It's an inward turn. We're, We're taught always and we're instructed that the way to becoming fully alive, self actualized human beings is to turn inward within ourselves. But what Proverbs really wants to say to us is, hey, think twice about that. That actually might lead to your destruction instead of to your flourishing. So the verse that we looked at on Sunday was that famous verse that says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And so really what Proverbs is doing there in in, in chapter 3 is saying, hey, the way of wisdom and the path of wisdom isn't found only through an inward turn. It's not only found through self-reliance. In fact, it could be that our own judgment and our own understanding can't be trusted. And that's hard for us. It's hard for us to acknowledge and to admit that our own interpretation, our own understanding of the way that the world works might be flawed. And so I kind of reference some studies that help us to understand that the way that we make decisions, the way that our understanding leads us to make decisions in the world is really based upon three things. 
first is um, what feels good. The second is what pays. And the third is what gets us included. And that is our framework of understanding. And so when we learn or, or, or when we look to, to, to make a decision based out of our own understanding, that is the framework that we turn to that informs our decision-making practice. And what the book of Proverbs says is that it could be that those three things, those motivating factors, that framework that supports our decision-making, it could be that, that three, those three things are fundamentally flawed. So instead, the writer of the Proverbs encourages us to, to assume a posture different than that, a posture of trusting in the Lord. It's a posture that's open to the outside, a posture that receives something from outside of itself. And so we talked about the... Um, the posture of trusting in the Lord throughout the Bible, throughout Scripture. You know, the ancient Israelites, as they were wandering through the desert for 40 years, they had to learn how to trust in the Lord for their daily provision. Manna fell from heaven. Without that, there was no food. They had to learn how to do that. So what does it mean for us to be people who trust in the Lord, for us to be people who look outside of ourselves? It means that we recognize that there's something going on that's bigger than us, that's larger than us, that's outside of us, and it comes to us as pure gift. And the story that I told and the illustration that has stuck with me to, to kind of illustrate this. So the New Testament picks up on this theme of trusting in the Lord. The New Testament calls it kind of like a childlike faith. So um, if you have raised children or if you've been around children, you know that there's like this implicit trust in their mom and their dad. You know, they'll jump off of uh, the tall structure, fully trusting that their mom or their dad will catch them. It's just this built-in implicit sort of trust. They're not stressed about or worried about whether or not they're going to fall to their demise as they're jumping off of that thing. They're not doing mental calculations about any of that. They're just purely trusting that their mom or their dad will catch them. And so for us to cultivate that kind of trust means that we understand that there is a good, a, a good God who loves his children, who's inviting us to assume this posture of trust as, a, as opposed to assuming this posture of self-understanding where it's all, upon, all about us. So this, the writer of the Proverbs says, writer of Proverbs says, is the way that leads to the flourishing of all things and the way that we become fully alive as people. It's not through cultivating and developing this knowledge, this understanding, this framework upon which we base all of our decisions. Sure, those things inform our decisions, but ultimately our trust is in the Lord. Our trust is in God. Our trust is on someone and something outside of ourselves, and that is the basis and the framework for our decisions. And that is radical and countercultural. So may you today become people of deep trust who understand that your heavenly Father is a good God who will take care of it and you can rest because God has got it. Hope you have a great day today, friends. 
Look forward to talking, chatting with you a little bit next week. Uh, as once again on Thursday, uh, we go live from the lobby. And I hope to see you on Sunday as we uh, once again continue to develop in our path of wisdom and we talk about what it means to guard your heart. Grace and peace. See ya. Peace.